What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have an awesome guest with us today. He was actually a guest speaker for a mastermind that I'm involved in that is life-changing. And so he was one of the experts that came in and was talking to us about content creation and our messaging and all of these things. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so freaking good. I need to get him on my show. And so here we are, we have got Brandon on. He's the founder of Sold With Video and creator of the Video Forex Effect. His proven methodology shifts how online content is created and distributed by changing beliefs, shifting perspective, and the psychology of selling products online. So you can move your audience into a buying state of mind while growing your brand. He has done over nine six-figure launches, generated millions of views online, helped create million-dollar sales funnels, and worked with multiple seven-figure entrepreneurs like James Wedmore, Carrie Green, Caitlin Bacher, Rick Mulready, like so many just incredible, incredible thought leaders out there. And I am so freaking pumped to pick his brain. So y'all, this is one, you will want to get out your notebooks and you will want to probably re-listen to this because it is so powerful. So let's turn it over to our chat. All right, Brandon, I am so excited to have you before we dig into the meat of this and get to the good stuff. (laughs) Let's first tell our listeners who you are, what's your story? How did you get into all this online work? Yeah. Uh, well, see, like you said, my name is Brandon. And so, um, I have a company, uh, that teaches messaging and content and really what we do is we teach communication. And I think that's one of the biggest problems right now is that everyone just hears advice, like, um, put out your best stuff for free, like add value, but no one really teaches you how to actually communicate and communicate in the way that humans process information. And yeah, I think it causes a lot of problems in business. And I think it just causes a lot of problems in general. I just think a lot of relationships could improve with communication. Just everything can improve with communication. And and that's um, basically what we do now. And um, we started like eight years ago. And when we started, I was selling real estate videos to real estate agents and our brand was called Sold With Video. And then over the last eight years, it just evolved into what it is now. And so I've sold a lot of different courses. Um, had a lot of failures. I've had a lot of successes. I've been, been in the game for a while, but that's kind of who we are and where we started and what we do now. I love it. So I shared with them a little bit before, but you are one of kind of the experts that came into the mastermind. And when you were teaching on messaging and Mm -hmm. how to really speak to your target and really understand what they need and what their pain points are and all those things, the way that you just explain everything and teach it. I'm like, this is magic. (laughs) 
this is so freaking good. Why do more people not talk about this or understand it? And you are just so good at this. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm so excited to dig into all of the, all of the, how to communicate and really hone in on that. How do you feel when someone is trying to really set themselves apart online? So you're in this, I mean, you're in this space with a gajillion people, right? How does someone even start to go, okay, well, what does set me apart or what, or who am I trying to target or who am I trying to serve? How does someone start at square one with that part? Yeah, um, I'll break it down as easily as I can. And I think a lot of people try to be better than everyone else thinking if I'm better, then I'll get the business. It's not about being better. It's about being different. And it's about being unique. It's about having contrast in the space. And that's why we've kind of taken off as fast as we did is because we're different. I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself better than anyone else that teaches messaging. I just have a different philosophy, something that people haven't heard before. Yeah. But what it really is, is when we get down to the depth of what's going on, is I focus most of our messaging and our communication on problems instead of benefits and solutions. And I think a lot of people will create their service, they'll create their course, they'll create their program. They know what it is and what's involved and what it does and what it can do for somebody. And that's what how everyone starts their communication. At the end of the day, we're business owners, which means we are problem solvers. Right now, your audience is experiencing a problem. And I can tell you right now, if you don't know the top three specific problems you solve for people, I can tell you your messaging can be improved. And most people can't. Like, it's crazy. I'll I'll go to network marketers or course creators or whoever, and I'll say, what are the top three specific problems you solve? They can't tell me. And it's like, how on earth are you supposed to sell anything when you actually don't know what problem you're solving? Yeah. And I'm very specific. I know exactly what three problems that we solve, and I keep all of my communication there. And I'm specific. And when I'm specific, what starts to happen is people go, oh my God, he's describing me. He's describing my situation. They're literally describing me and they don't have to think about it. Their subconscious automatically tells them, Hey, this person's talking about you. And when you can do that, you have them, you have their attention automatically. You're speaking to their subconscious. 
And it's crazy because most people just don't know to do that. Um, and that alone can, can fix everything. And when I do that, I don't even have to talk about my program. I don't even have to talk about what it has. I don't have to talk about the modules. I don't have to talk about any of that stuff. The second I say, here's what you're dealing with specifically, and here's the mistakes or the things you're specifically doing that cause it. Again, people subconscious automatically go, this person gets it. He knows it. He has the solution. I don't care what he's selling. I want it. And that all happens automatically. That simple thing alone can shift your messaging communication and allow you to stand out in ways that other people just can't. I love it. And that's so powerful. And it's so interesting because so many of the things that I hear from people who are trying to build online are like, I don't know how to reach more people. I don't know how to connect with people. I don't have time to be in my DMs all day. But it's like, when you can master that, when you can learn how to create content and your messaging is so aligned with what they need, it's like they're the right people are attracted to it. They're reaching yeah. out to you. They're engaging. So it's like you take so much of that gap between where you are, where you want to be, and you bridge it with this, like mastering your messaging. And yeah. it's so powerful. Well, you, you mentioned something um, really important in there too, which I, I kind of skipped over, which is, like I said, you want to start with the problems and stuff, but you talked about who you want to attract. And that's the other thing people don't do is they're not specific on who they want to attract, because mm -hmm. if you are, you know what identities they have, you know what values they have. So the example I always give is um, like if I had a membership site for entrepreneur fathers and I wanted to attract entrepreneurs who are fathers, I would create content that said things like, do fathers make the best entrepreneurs? Um, what traits do entrepreneurs and fathers have? It's like, who do you think I'm going to attract? entrepreneurs and fathers. Why? Because their identity was right there smack dab in my title. But so many people are focused on how to do X, Y, and Z, There's, which is great. That stuff, you still need that stuff. But if you're not incorporating communication from problems, specific mistakes, identities, and values, then you're going to have a whole, well, you're just gonna have a really hard time. You have a whole bunch of problems and a really hard time standing out and attracting the right people. And if you feel like you don't have the right people in your audience, I can guarantee you, you have not spent the time to get clear on the identities and values of who you want to attract and you haven't been incorporating them into your upfront content. I promise you that because ha have you been doing that, then you wouldn't have a problem attracting the wrong people in your audience. Yeah, I love it. I think so many people are fearful. It's that scarcity like but if I, if I dial it in, if I rein it into like who I really want to serve, I'm, I'm not talking to all of these other people, but you're like, exactly. Yeah. Like, exactly. exactly. Well, I mean, even <laughs> listen to that statement. If I'm not attracting <laughs> who I want, which, why, why would you even want right. to even do that? It's like, that's exactly the point. You should be attracting who you want. Cause even if you can attract everyone, you're going to work with people you don't enjoy working with. Yeah. Why would you ever want to do that? It makes no sense. It's so true. It's so true. Okay. So let's dig into your philosophy around your messaging because yeah. this is the good stuff. So just give it to us. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the simple way to explain it is there's, there's three areas that we like to focus on. Uh, number one is education. So I do believe we should be doing how-to content a little bit. But I want to be very clear, educational content doesn't mean tutorials and step-by-step -step content only. We still want that stuff, but it shouldn't be there 100% of the time. So I want you to think of like a best-selling book. Um, they're never encyclopedias. They're always, you know, things that get you to look at something differently. They raise awareness. 
Um, they help shift perspective, stuff like that. A TED Talk, educational, great lessons, never step-by-step -step format. So when I say educational, that is one component, but that doesn't mean tutorials and how-to content. It means you're educating, but you're doing it in various different ways. So you're, you have some complexity to your educational content because it gets boring just watching step-by-step -step tutorials 100% of the time. Right. And there's other ways to teach that are way more engaging. This podcast episode is a perfect example. You're probably learning things. You're making realizations you never had before, but I'm not giving you steps. Okay. So there's educational is number one. Number two is connection content. This is where we build rapport. This is where you actually connect with your audience. Uh, people, you'll hear people tell you, you have to build the know, like, and trust, but they'll never tell you how to actually do it. Connection content is how you do it. This is where you share beliefs that you want to stand for as a company. This is where you share values. This is where you share identities. For me, I believe that entrepreneurs create the most amount of change in the world, and we need to create that change for the next generation so they don't get stuck in jobs that they hate or believe that they have to go to college even though they don't know what they want to do for the rest of their life. Those are all things I talk about. I talk about it not to get my opinion heard. I talk about it to literally connect with the people that are coming into my audience. I want them to automatically subconsciously go, I like this guy and his message. I just like what he stands for. Mm -hmm. um, so we need connection content. And then the last and final piece is what I call thought reversals. This is a concept that I came up with a few years ago, but it's basically shifting people's perspective. It's getting them to um, realize that they have beliefs that are causing pain in their life. And I'll break it down like this. This is why it's so important to understand the problems that you solve for people. So your audience has problems in their life. It's your job to understand what those are. And I'm talking specific. Don't say like, oh, you're a mom who's overwhelmed. It's like every mom's overwhelmed. Say that they're overwhelmed without saying they're overwhelmed. Say that like, say something like, you um, wake up tired every morning trying to get your kids breakfast so you can get out the door in time and you yell at them a minimum of two times. And on average, you're usually five minutes late running out the door every morning. That, like, that's a very specific thing where parents will go, oh my God, they're describing me. So we got to get very descriptive of the problem. Now, here's the thing. There's always an action. Sometimes it's a lack of action, but there's always an action causing that problem. So with the example I gave, maybe it's um, they're yelling because they believe that yelling will change their kid's behavior or something, right? There's some kind of action they're doing that's causing the problem. Now, your audience, if they knew that action was causing the problem, then they wouldn't be doing it anymore. They're unaware that that action causes the problem. Thought reversals make them aware that that action causes the problem. And that's usually mind-blowing to them. And if we want to go one step deeper, they usually take that action because they have a belief. They have a belief that causes the action, that action causes the problem. They are unaware that that action is causing the problem. And they are really unaware that they even have that belief in the first place. Making them aware of that stuff is like mind-blowing to them and it's the best way to add value into someone's life. And I'll, I'll give you an example just to, to really bring this home. I, I used to be a runner. And so I know when you run competitively, you have to wear track spikes because they're light. They, they make you faster in, an, in a mile. They'll like cut off like 10 seconds of your time. So if there was someone who was trying to break a five minute mile and they were running like 510, 505, and they just couldn't break the five minute mile. And they came to me and said, help me break the five minute mile. As a coach, I have two options. 
I can tell them a new training plan. I can give them more exercises, more stretches, more things to do. That could help them break the five minute mile, but that requires them to put out way more energy to get the result and more time. If I look down and I see that they are wearing tracks or uh, trainers instead of track spikes, they are unaware that they that that is causing them a problem. I make them aware of that. Hey, did you know that those trainers you wear add 10 seconds to your time? How about you stop wearing them and see, let's see what happens. Now what happens is I require them to save energy because they no longer have to go do this crazy training plan I'm going to give them. All they have to do is change their shoes. So I'm saving them energy and now they get to hit the result that they want without doing any extra work. That's why I thought reversals are so important is because they can get results just by making people aware and you get them to save energy. It's in my opinion, telling people what to stop doing in order to hit results is some of the most valuable things you can do. Yeah. And thought reversals do that. It's a, it's a whole concept of shifting people's perspective. And honestly, the best-selling books and TED Talks, that's usually where their focus is on. It's making people aware of mistakes they're making or things they didn't realize so that they can get results fast in their life. And thought reversals are designed to do that. So we need all three. Connection allows you to build rapport. Educational content makes you the authority. Thought reversals make you the thought leader because you're giving people things that they never realized before. Um, does that make sense, all that? So much sense. I love it so much. And really when you think, especially about like the thought reversals, mm -hmm. this is where I think when I got off the call, the mastermind that you did, I think this is where it really, for the first time made me go, holy moly, how do I think, what are the differences that like allow me to do this when someone else is struggling? How do I... And when you get so in your own brain about like, what's working, what solution do I have to serve someone with? It does force you to really dig in to the deeper stuff. And that's the difference maker. Like that's what's setting you apart. And it's not going to be the same as Sally Sue over there because it's your thought process. It's your helping you do the things that you're then teaching and helping yeah. them. It's like, Ugh, this is so good. And I feel like so many people also, they're like, I struggle coming up with content. I struggle knowing mm -hmm. what to post. I struggle, you know? And it's like, if you really dig into these things, educating, connecting, serving, helping them reverse those thought process, like how could you ever run out of content? There's yeah, it's, so it's many so things. Hard. Yeah. And that's, what's so beautiful about this is that, like you said, we get to the depth of what's really yeah. going on. So what I tell people is like, look at the people that you follow online. You can probably pinpoint some of the reasons why you follow them. And I'm willing to bet it's usually going to be related to connection content. Um, like, oh, I like what their message is. I like what they stand for. I like their values. That's usually why you'll follow someone. Sometimes it's because of educational content too. Like, oh, they're really good with what they teach and stuff like that. But there's a lot of invisible things. There's also many things you're like, I don't really know. Like there's things you can't really put your finger on. Yeah. And the reason why you can't put your finger on it is because subconsciously your subconscious told you to like that person. And usually it's going to be because of those things, like reversing their thoughts or shifting their subconscious thinking, or these like patterns their subconscious has created in their life that they're unaware of that type of stuff is what really allows people to latch on. And it's one of the ways, easiest ways to be different inside of your space. So instead of focusing on better, you're focusing on being different and different in it. a value-adding way. Yeah. And that releases so much pressure because who wants to try to be better than everyone else? Like that sounds 
awful, right? (laughs) But if you're like, okay, how can I be different? How can I serve these people in a new way, in a different way? That's fun. That helps you be creative. That's like, those are the positive things that you want to show up and, and feel when you're, when you're getting to work. So I love that focus because then it's like, it just releases that pressure that I think so many people put on themselves. Like yeah. they're in the comparisonitis, they're looking sideways. Well, she's doing this, so I have to do this. But it's like, no, when you're really doing this internal work to really dig into what your people need and how you can serve them, you're gonna be unique because no one else is figuring this stuff out like you are. And I even would would argue that we want to be do less of trying to figure out what they want and and do more. And it, like you said, it's an internal process of. The way I look at it is I want to be different. I want to be unique. The only way to do that is to remember who I am before the Mm. external world told me who I was. So for me, I get clear on what are my values? What are my identities? What are the problems that I want to solve? What is my solution? And when I survey my audience, I don't give an F what they tell me they want. I really don't care. What I'll do is I will look at what they tell me. And if it's, if it, if they tell me something that I don't want to talk about, then I don't talk about it. Right. They tell me something that they would like more info on, and it fits within something I want to talk about. It fits within my ecosystem. I'll consider it and I'll do it because I'm not going to let my message bend to the external world. And what happens by default is you only attract the people that are most like you on the deepest level possible. So if I only talk about my values, my identities, the problems I solve, you know, I start to attract the people, the same identities and values as me that have the exact problems that I can solve. So it's really connecting with people on so many different levels at literally the deepest level possible. I mean, we had to go through a lot of different psychology lessons and stuff to like get to the root of what's really going on with all this stuff. And then luckily I've been able to put it into a very easy, understandable philosophy that allows people to like uncover what this is, turn it into content topics. And like you said, when you go through that process, you just never run out of content topics because there's literally so many things that you can talk about. Yeah, that's so good. Taking a quick TV type out to make sure that you guys know that I have some free goodies for you. So as a listener, I just want to show my appreciation and thank you so much for showing up weekly to hear from the guests that we have, to take just all of these nuggets away and apply them into your life. I want to celebrate you. And in order to do that, I also want to make sure that you're getting value that is relevant to where you're at in your life. So in order to get the freebies, go to micafolsomfit.com slash DYC for do your crap, micafolsomfit.com slash DYC. And you can put in your email there and get access to the goodies. You will get a 50% off promo code to any of my mini workshops. And you will also get a freebie depending on what you want, whether you're a mom that wants to experience more joy in life that needs help on her health journey, wants tips and nuggets and value and motivation, whether you're a business owner that's trying to work through some mindset stuff and feel confident in what you have and how you want to serve, or whether you're in the network marketing space and you really want to gain confidence around recruiting, around onboarding, around mentoring your team, I have a free goodie for you. So make sure you go to that link, grab it, 
And that will also get you access to my weekly emails where I send inspiration, motivation, nuggets, value, things that I'm learning, things that I'm teaching. And I just want to be that voice in your back pocket that on the weeks that are hard on the weeks that you're just not feeling it, maybe that email pops through and you go, okay, thanks, Micah. I got this. Thanks for the reminder. That is what my weekly emails are for, because we all need that positive voice that we should carry around with us everywhere. So Go get on the list, go grab your freebie and let's get back to the show. How then, like when someone is really in that stage of you hear like, well, pay attention to the metrics. What are people engaging on? What are people like, what are they finding Mm. the most interesting? Sometimes I'm like, I don't know about that because lots of times the stupidest crap I post, like a funny mom meme will get so much interaction. And then I put like so much thought and emotion into something that's so valuable. And it's like, like crickets. And so it's hard sometimes I think, especially as new people are trying to get their feet under them and figure this out. If you do only pay attention to the metrics, you're just going to sling stuff that maybe the people that are currently there, like, but that maybe they're not your people and maybe that's not what you want to be doing. So it's like, how do you find that sweet spot of such a good question, you know, of figuring out what is best to put out there. And I don't know all of that. Yeah. Such a great question. And I'm glad you asked it because had you not, what I previously told people could have steered them in the wrong way. So thank you for asking this. There's two things that come up when we look at messaging and, and content and communication. When we look at, there's two things, what to say and how to say it. When we look at what to say, so this is like, what do I want to say? What do I want to talk about? That comes from you. That doesn't come from the audience. That doesn't come from like, yes, survey them, listen to them. If there's something that fits within your ecosystem, then yeah, go ahead and do it. If it's not something within the ecosystem, you you don't need to do it. Don't do it. It, That's just you bending to the external world. However, I really, really do listen to the data when it comes to messaging but I listen to it when it comes to how I say something. Mm. So when you look at those memes that you're kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure about this. Look, look at what you're saying, but really more specifically, look at how am I communicating right now? That's causing them to go like, oh my gosh. And look at like this thing, you put all this emotion into it. It may not be the topic. It may be how you're communicating that topic to the audience. So what I always do is I say, hey, let's figure out what you want to say. Let's turn it into content. Let's put it out there. Let's see what topics and themes stick. Then let's test that topic five different ways with all different ways of communicating. And let's see which Mm -hmm. communication style works the best. That's when we listen to the data. So the example I always give is with my son. If my message to my son was your room needs to be clean. Like, that's what I want to say. That's what I want to stand for. That's what my content's going to be. I could go up to him and say, William, clean your room now and do it because I'm your dad. Or I could say, hey, William, Superman cleaned his room in five minutes. Do you think you can beat Superman? I'm way more likely for the message to land with the second way of communicating than yeah. the first. So usually when something's not landing, it's not necessarily the topic. It's usually either how you titled it. It's how you're communicating. It's the language you're using, not necessarily the topic. And so we really do listen to data on how to say something. But when it comes to what to say, that's 100% what I want to talk about. That's powerful. And such a good reminder too, even like right now, just some things are not getting seen, whereas other things are. So it's like, we also need to pay attention and be mindful, like what is working in the space and how can we serve and and share the message in a way that also 
allows us to reach the greatest amount of people and do it. What is your take on like, for someone who's wanting to grow, we'll, we'll talk specific about Instagram right now. Someone who's wanting to grow on Instagram, but then they're like, but I don't want to do reels. And I don't want to like do that game. Like, what do you say to that person? Is it? Yeah. Just then don't do reels. It's like, I think people should overcomplicate it. It's it's, the way I say it is my, here's just my belief on it. Doesn't mean it's right. Doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just, this is what I, how I I look at it. I can find someone that was successful just with images on Instagram. I can find someone that was successful with just doing a podcast, just doing YouTube, maybe doing both. You'll find people just doing reels, being successful. All of those things, all of those things are strategies. All of those things are what I call the vehicle. They're all things that deliver a message. At the end of the day, if you're delivering a crap message, it doesn't matter if it's on a reel or a podcast or a YouTube video. If you're delivering a fire message that's just awesome and amazing and really resonates and you're communicating like to the subconscious mind, again, doesn't matter if it's reels, podcasts, YouTube, you're going to be successful. And so I see so many people get wrapped up in like a strategy or a format when at the end of the day, it doesn't totally matter. Like, sure, there might be some benefits to things that are like better popping up in the algorithm and stuff like that. But I also believe that if you want a powerful message and you're uncomfortable uncomfortable on reels, that uncomfortable energy is going to come through in the reel and that's going totally. to affect your message. So it's like, even if you say the right words, but you're kind of like, oh, I don't, you know, I kind of believe this guys. And I just, uh, please like, that's going to affect it. Even if the message yeah. is amazing, but your behavior and your energy is off. So then it's going to affect it. So I always tell people like, just do, just do what you want to do and say what you want to say and like own it and be powerful. And then as time goes on, like maybe add in something else. I also think that so many entrepreneurs try to do so much and they have no mm-hmm. system or process behind any of it. And then, then they get like overwhelmed Sometimes it's better just focusing on one thing. And then as you systemize it, add in one more thing and then systemize that and then add in one more thing and don't overwhelm yourself. But that's kind of how I look at it all. I love it. I love it. I love it. You, you talk about your messaging being an ecosystem. Mm -hmm. What do you mean by that? What, what do you mean by that? Um, it's basically anywhere my brand is online, the messaging is consistent and I mean, this podcast is a perfect example. The same things I'm saying here. I'm going to say the exact same things on my podcast, on my ads and our emails, like everything is the same. And I have, we have, um, 26, I think it's 26 different. No, it might be less. Uh, but anyways, there's messaging elements. There's certain things that we incorporate into our ecosystem. So these let's just call them 15. I don't remember how many there are, but let's just call them 15 elements. I will drop those. And I have been dropping them on this podcast. I will also drop them on my podcast and over here. So no matter where someone is online, I call that the ecosystem and it stays consistent. Now, what I do is we put out content and we craft titles to pull people into my ecosystem. Once you're in my ecosystem, I'm going to make sure that I continue keeping you in my ecosystem, but keep on exposing you to more elements. These elements are literally designed to create demand, build rapport, all the things we talked about, build rapport, shift your perspective they're not all going to happen in one piece of content. So my job is to pull you into my ecosystem and keep you here and expose you to more content, which will expose you to more elements. Once you're exposed to all the elements in my ecosystem, you should have determined whether you like me or not, which means you either stayed or you didn't. And it determines, uh, and you should feel some sort of demand or desire to want to work with me more or to learn more from me. 
Um, and you should be looking at something differently is those are like the three main things that if you stay in my ecosystem long enough, you, that's the effect that it should have on you. And then now when that happens and I bring you into a launch, you're like 10 times more likely to buy. In fact, you're probably ready to buy before I even launch. Like we get people DMing us all the time. Like, how do I work for you or work with you? What do you sell? And that's what I mean by ecosystem is it's just kind of like wherever I am online, there's messaging that's consistent. I love it. And you're, there's so many different touch points. I feel like lots of people who are, especially early on in their entrepreneur career, building a business online, they're like one, one spot. They're trying to hit everyone from one angle. And it's like, they should be seeing you in all of these different areas, right. In different ways in your email, on your social, on your stories, on podcasts, on whatever, like whatever you is your jam. Right. But like you mentioned, it is cohesive. It all complements each other. It's the same messaging. It's not like they're seeing one thing here, hearing one thing there. And I think that simplifies being able to spread out and have more touch points because you're pulling content. You're sharing the same things in a different way because, because of the platform or whatever, instead of recreating here and then recreating there and then recreating there, like that sounds hard. So Um, I just love that. It's so cohesive and it really should be like just a big machine. Like it's all working together. It is. And when it's cohesive, it fixes everything. And the way most people like will do a funnel or a webinar is they just pick a random topic. Then they have someone else do the ads and then someone else write the email copy and someone else write the ad copy. And then someone's doing the sales page. And you have like five different people working on a funnel without a centralized messaging thing going on. However, for us inside of my company, it's like when we create a webinar, I'm not just picking something randomly. I'm looking at my content. What did people resonate the most with my content? I'm just going to go further with that topic. I already know it works. Great. I'm not guessing at the topic. I know people want it. Let's do it. And then we just have cohesive messaging. And since I'm, well, since I'm pulling the webinar from my content, we already know it's cohesive with everything else going on. And then it's very easy to fill in the gaps of the rest because it's just a continuation of what's already there. And so people have what I call disjointed funnels where it's just like random stuff all over the place, different people working on different things. And then people don't show up to webinars and then webinars don't convert. And it's like, yeah, no wonder you've got like stuff all, stuff all over the place. Yeah. And that makes perfect sense. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You mentioned, you mentioned ads, you mentioned some things for anyone who's listening that maybe is a course creator or they're, they're doing their own programs. What is your kind of advice on when to invest in your business? When is it smart to like go into debt? When are like, what is your philosophy around that as an entrepreneur? Yeah, that's such a good question. It's a hard one to answer because I think it's different for everyone in every situation. Um, So I'll just give you some of the best investments I made and depending where you're at in your journey, maybe it'll resonate. Um, Number one is team. I think I waited way too long to hire a team. And there's two specific examples. Number one is when I was creating all the content myself, it would literally take me three days to make a video for YouTube. Like that's how long it took me to script, film, edit, post, all of it, like three days. Um, I eventually, and I didn't have any money. So I'd spend three days doing that. Well, I eventually found out that I could hire an editor on onlinejobs.ph. I hired someone in the Philippines. And in fact, one of them has been with me for like seven years now. And, um, they, at the time were like three or $4 an hour. And I added it up. I'm like, okay, so if I'm spending eight hours, three days in a row, that's costing me a lot, but they can do it in like four hours. They can do this whole thing in four hours. So it's going to cost me like 12 bucks to get this thing done. And I get to save three days. Now, if I spent that three days, even if I walked door to door, just selling water bottles, I'm going to make more than $12. And so I looked at how much time I'm saving and what I could be doing that time, how much more money I can make. That was instant in the first time. I'm like, okay, this makes no sense for me to yeah. like not hire someone. Um, number two was back in 2007, uh, 2018, um, I was $40,000 in debt after having my best year ever in business. And I knew I needed to hire help. I needed an integrator, an operations person, a project manager. And I didn't have the money, but I hired them anyways. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm already $40,000 in debt. What's another (laughs) (laughs) $10,000? Like, who cares? (laughs) And I hired the person and she now runs my company for me. And we've been working together for four years. But what I didn't realize then that I realized now was it wasn't about waiting to be able to afford the person. It was, uh, yeah, it wasn't about waiting till I had the money to pay the person. It was hiring the person is what allowed me to then pay them because we went from $40,000 in debt to a million dollars in sales in nine months. Like we just took off because of this one shift, this one change. Um, And then I guess the last investment that I usually make is in Facebook ads. Like we've spent a lot of time learning Facebook ads. Anytime I go into a launch, I'm spending $200,000. I'm usually putting it on credit cards or like a line of credit or something. Um, I'm not going to spend my own money on Facebook ads. I don't recommend anyone do that and only spend what you're willing to lose. And if you, whatever that is, spend it. But if you do lose it and you use your own cash for it, you're screwed. If you put it on like a credit card, yeah, you're going to buy interest rate, but you can at least make payments on it. You can consolidate it to a lower interest rate. Again, I'm not giving you financial advice. I'm just telling you what I, how I look at it. But those are the, the three times or three areas where investments really helped me out. Yeah. I love, I mean, it really does. It takes things to the next level. I feel like so many entrepreneurs are like, Hey, I am it. I do it all. I do all the things. If I don't know how to do it, I'll learn how to do it. And then you're wasting so much time and energy in areas that you are not strong in that do not need to be done by you. And then wasting the space that you could be in your zone of genius 
really growing, really thriving. This is something that I'm super passionate about because burnout and overwhelm and exhaustion is such a big thing in entrepreneurship. And this is probably the core reason because people are just so unwilling to let go of the reins, to let go of the control, to let go of their ego of like, I have to do it all. And I have Mm -hmm. to, it has to be done by me to be done well. As soon as you can release those and really identify what can be done by someone else, 80% as good as you let it go, pay someone else to do it. And you go all in on what your strengths are and what you love. Cause that energy and that joy is what helps everything thrive that much faster. So I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up. I, I embrace, I, I even go down to 70%. So the, the thing we have in our, our business is 70% perfect is perfect. hundred percent perfect is failure. So even to my team, like if this is 70% perfect, just put it out and let's move on. Like, let's make some progress. It. And it is, it's about letting go and it's about trusting, but I've always embraced um, the be, do, have model. Have you heard of the be, do, have model? Uh-huh. You probably have. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, it's, um, you know, actions produce results. If you take actions of a broke business owner, then you have a broke business. If you take actions of a million dollar business owner, then you have a million dollar business. So I always ask myself, like, if I'm being the million dollar business owner or multi or whatever it is now, what do they do? Well, they hire people. Well, then great. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go hire people. Then I can have the million dollar business. And I've really embraced that over the last well, the first five years, I did not embrace it. The last four I have, and the last four is where we've seen the most significant amount of growth. Yeah. I love it. So good. Brandon, where, where can our listeners, where can they find you? Where can they dig into more of your work and connect with you? Yeah. So uh, the best place is probably our podcast. It's called the new generation entrepreneur. So we do a combination of interviewing other entrepreneurs. um, But mostly we talk a lot about content, messaging, psychology, mindset, um, a lot of that stuff. And then you can follow us on Instagram at I am Brandon Lucero. And then we do have a YouTube channel as well, but that's, which is uh, Brandon Lucero, but those are probably the three best places to check us out. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on today. So much good stuff. I hope everybody goes and just binge listens to your podcast and gets all of this goodness. And you have courses and you have things where you can serve them even more. So you guys, if this really resonated and you're like, crap, this is what I need go find his stuff. I back it 10 out of 10, hundred percent. I would trust Brandon with everything. So thanks for being on you guys. If this resonated, share it with us on Instagram, tag Brandon at I am Brandon Lucero, tag me at Micah Folsom fit. We love to hear what served you today. Share it with your friends, your teammates, all the people you love. All right. And we will be back here in another week. So have a good one. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you. Wrapping up another episode, and I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.